You're listening to the Sourced Property Podcast with Stephen Moss and Chris Kirkwood. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast with me, Emma Riley, aka producer M, and also Stephen Moss. So today I'm taking over from Chris because he's swanning off in New Zealand. Yeah, so you've got me today. And myself, don't forget about me, Emma. <laughs> so yeah, today we're going to be talking about why invest in property in 2019. So we speak to hundreds of property investors every year and people um, typically will say, you know, we're looking to invest, potentially start it, you know, next year, or there's always different reasons or excuses or they'll blame it on the economy and and obviously using the big bad B word, uh, which nobody wants to mention at this moment. So Steve's put together a few reasons why we think you should invest in property in 2019. So go on, Steve. Yeah, first of all, I think it's really important to look at the market and take advantage of the market. You know, so we've mentioned in the past when we talk about the, the investment cycle, uh, and I know this is something that we, we've shared and talked about, and there's four phases to property investment cycle. There's a slowdown, there's a slump, there's a recovery, and then there's the boom. You know, where we are currently, it, it, it's kind of an argument between a couple of people, but a lot of people put us just in between the slump and at the very, very early stages of recovery. And it's understanding that cycle of what's gonna happen with property so that you can actually de-risk your situation when going into an investing in property and then hit the curve at the right time so that you get the recovery and more importantly, you get the boom. And that's where the investors make an awful lot of money um, so they can resell a property, and put it back into other projects and, and develop it and grow basically. So yeah, so I think the first thing that, and one of the key reasons I would suggest investing in property in 2019 is take advantage of this market. You know, this market is just repeating what it's done in the past and you've got to understand it, digest it, and then utilize it as much as you can. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if anyone wants to kind of like look at that in more detail, we do have an infographic which is on the sourced website, which is free to download. And we've also got blogs on on that in more detail too. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you can look into it. You can read through the the infographs. Actually, fantastic. You can really understand where the market is, what stage, um, and it might as well. It might also change in in different areas. You might be a little bit further ahead or a little bit further behind. But it's definitely worth having a look and a review. And the second reason that we discussed, you know, why invest in property, is, is the good old fashioned supply versus demand. You know, so. The reality of it is, do we have enough houses um, for, for the amount of demand? And, and the answer is no. You know, we set a target of 300,000 power. The government set a target of 300,000 new properties each year. And I think this is the year that we've actually come the closest to it, but we've still not quite achieved that yet. So this target or this figure was set uh, probably about three years ago, and it's probably already too low but we're still not quite hitting that that level or that target currently uh, as from today. So it's something else that you've got to take into account that, you know, okay, the market, you might not feel it's the best or you might feel there's a level of uncertainty, but you've got to look at the basic uh, principle of supply and demand. And also as well, taking into account, Zoopla did a research document literally in the last couple of days where they've asked consumers what their thoughts are and if they feel property prices will increase over the next uh, 12 months and in, in uh, 2019. And 55% of people have come back to say they do feel it will increase. And we're not talking about 20%, 30% increases. We're talking about you know uh, single figure, figure digits. But 
it's an increase. It's then starting to, you know, is that going to push us into the recovery and start then moving on to the boom section of the market? So what other reasons do you think people should invest in property as well, Emma? Well, obviously, you've got to follow your passion. So if you've if you've always had an interest in property and you haven't kind of put yourself out there, I think you've got to you've got to do it. You're only here once. You've got to follow your dreams and and make something of it, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, follow your dreams is pretty deep. Jeez, already <laughs> in the podcast. Wow. It didn't take you long. Uh, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, look, if you're sat listening to this podcast and in 2018 you were sat there considering investing in property you've got to ask yourself why haven't i done it what's actually stopping me from investing in a property you know of, of course there are different reasons it might be you've got no money it might be you uh, you're scared about the market it might be but if you've got a passion for something and it's something you're genuinely interested in and, and property opens you up to so many opportunities it gives you it gives you the freedom. It you know it allows you to be your own boss. It allows you to reach goals in different ways. Whether it's more time to spend with the family, whether it's more money to uh, take the family on holiday. You know, there's lots and lots of ways that you can you can benefit from yeah. it. And this and this can relate back to the podcast that me and Chris did with the goal setting and mindset. So you might not have pursued your passion in property just yet because maybe you have that self doubt. You'd, you'd think, oh, well, I don't know anything about it. I don't know if I can do it. But you've got to just put yourself out there and set goals. And to achieve those goals, you've got to obviously set yourself steps to to achieve your bigger goals and success. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this leads me on as well to another one, which is a point that I've listed as to why invest in property. You know, a lot of people that I speak to who genuinely have a passion in property and genuinely you can see that they understand the market you can see that they're interested but they come up against this wall in terms of you know we don't have any money or the perception is that to get into property you need lots of money would you agree that's true that's that's what a lot of people come back to us and say yeah definitely before i started here at source i i had the same perception i i thought you needed cash to be able to kind of start a property business but Obviously, from working here and, and learning more about property, I've realised that you don't need a lot of, of cash to start out. Yeah, it's that old saying, isn't it, where money makes money. So people believe you have to start with money to make money. People don't understand that actually there are other options available to me. You know, and There's a couple of key points on this that I want to talk about. Firstly, strategies. You know, Look at the industry and look at um, you know, the, the types of strategies you can utilise to get that pot of money to then enable you to go on and either purchase your first property or do it your first refurb or flip or whatever it is you want to do or you're passionate about doing but look at the strategy so, so one simple really easy strategy that you could approach is you know rent to rent it, it's a much lower entry cost it it, it generates a residual income um, I know we've talked about rent to rent in the past so I'm not going to go into lots and lots of fine detail you can find it on one of our podcasts but you do, I suppose, even with rent to rent, you need an element of some money. Yeah. Another one is property sourcing. You know, property sourcing for me is rule 101. And that's really why, you know, we, we, we grew our business, we, we branded the business sourced because even though we do a lot of development work, we do a conversion work, you know, the heart of it and the starting point is sourcing property and understanding that. And what I think a lot of people need to do is, is treat that as, okay, this is my business and this is where I'm going to start 
to grow and to, to start my journey and to understand it because you know if you're looking to let's say you're interested in refurbs and you've got a passion for doing properties up and, and selling them on you're a huge addict of what is it homes under the hammer something yeah. like that so that's a you're a crazy crazy fan and you want to get into this so the first step is okay identifying and sourcing refurbishment opportunities and you've imagined it's for yourself you put that time you put that effort in but you can sell that lead on you know so you're sourcing and introducing a property you become a property sourcer but you're doing it to practice to get your own property and you're also doing it to build up your nest egg so that when you're in a position then you can move on that property and, and that's the whole and, and that's how a lot of property sources and developers and people in this sector have started out to have that idea to say okay i don't have 30 40 pound in the bank now but to do that and to achieve that i need six you know source properties uh, sales under my belt uh, i'm going to treat it like it's my own so it gives me the practice so when i do find a property I'm in a position to then buy that and move on. Yeah. So yeah. So at the beginning of your property journey, I, I would say the most important thing you need to invest is time rather than money. Obviously, if you've got money, then that helps, and you can start your property journey. Into I, I, I don't believe things, that. I, I I really don't believe that. I, and I think you know what? If a lot of people who have money who come into property. They make a mistake where they go and buy three, four properties, and then mm. they've spent all the money. Yeah. And they don't actually not they not learn how to structure deals in a way where they don't put any money down, or how yeah. to to um, you know hustle basically to to get what they need to get the next property. The next gets, and that's where a lot of people stop. A lot of people save up their money for a year, two years, buy a property, save up their money two years. So after ten years, they've bought five. Whereas there's people out there that will go out and hustle and get five in a year on the basis of they didn't have anything, so they've worked with people, they've done it mm. in the right way, and they've found ways and opportunities. And that's the key thing. If you're passionate enough about this, you'll find ways to do it. Yeah. You, you, but you've got to have that drive. And, and what you said before, Emmy, is exactly right. It is so time-consuming. To, yeah. to, to source property correctly is a huge time. You know, But on the same benefit and on the same plus... That's why people pay property sources. People yeah. will pay you 2% fee to find the perfect property because they know how hard it is to find that opportunity. So it's something, you know, you don't need a lot of money to get into. And, you know, it's it's easy enough to learn, to understand. There's plenty of stuff out there online to digest, um, to network with people, to then start you off in your journey. And even if you said from the 1st of January, 2019, I'm going to invest in property, but my first my first steps are I'm going to source so that I learn how to do it and I get some money to do it and then build up the business that way. Yeah, so you're investing your time and you're, you're achieving your passion in property. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what? So what if it adds an extra six months onto um, my goals or, it, or my target of having my first property investment? Or Because in reality... You know, people that say that people that, that that talk to me about this, they've already wasted a year saying, "Oh, I've not got the money. I've not got the money." Well, you need to change that mindset. You need to focus. Right? Okay, I know how to get it. That's it now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to practice with other people while they pay me to do that. And that's the reality. That's that's one way that you can approach it. Yeah. Another reason to invest in 2019. 2019 is going to see a rental price increase. I am putting five pounds, five English pounds on it now <laughs> that we see rent prices increase. Regardless of what happens with Brexit, you know, again, it falls back to a number of things. Supply, demand, 
you know, another key factor is the fact that the, the average deposit in London is, is, you know, slowly creeping up to £123,000. £123,000 just for your deposit. You know, if you're uh, new to the country or first-time buyers or even moving property in the last five years, that's very, very difficult to get that sort of money together. Unless, obviously, you've yeah. got a job like yourself, producer M. <laughs> I wish I had that much money to put on a, a deposit. <laughs> What's that, a week's salary? <laughs> so, but no, on a serious note, you know, so it's all these little factors that you've got to appreciate. And, and even there's, there's a level of uncertainty with people. I went to a conference a couple of weeks ago and people were actually saying that some people are selling their property now to move into renting because they feel that property is going to drop that much. They'll get a bargain again in six months so eight months. Well, what that's actually doing is it's eating away at the rental properties that are available. So landlords naturally are going to say, well, when my property is available, I'm going to put it up 10%. I'm going to put it up, you know, X amount. And Savills have just forecasted as well that rents are going to increase 13.7% over the next five years, which is a huge, huge increase, 13% or almost 14% to be fair, which is massive. You know, it's, it's a lot of money for tenants to find, you know, yeah. firstly, but as well, it increases the returns for us as property investors and landlords are going to be getting. So I think you know it's another good reason to get in, invest in property because rental prices are only going to steadily increase. And you know hopefully Savills are on the money. I know quite a few of the forecasts that Savills have done in the last twelve months have been very close. So reading the report and and hopefully let, let's um, let's pin this report that they've done uh, recently to uh, to this podcast so people can have a read through as well because there's some yeah. really good statistics that they've put in the report. Yeah. Now it wouldn't be a forecast and it wouldn't be a talk about 2019 without mentioning Brexit, would it? So I no. know you're concerned about Brexit because the price of vodka might go up, which is your biggest biggest worry. I don't drink vodka. All right, okay, we're okay. <laughs> but no, obviously for us, you know, as a business, we meet a lot of people, potential franchisees, and one of the questions that everybody asks is, you know, how do you feel Brexit will affect you? It would be stupid to ignore Brexit. It makes a lot more sense to actually meet it head on and say, right, okay, what are the options going to be? If we come through Brexit and everything's okay, is the market going to kickstart potentially? Potentially the market might kickstart again. And what that will do is give confidence in people and it will start to get things flowing again, which will only help property investors because hopefully more availability and we'll get more activity in the market, hopefully some more uh, finance products as well. On the other side of the coin is, you know, let's say we come out of it and it's not a great break. It's not a fantastic divorce. You know, so the market reduces, the market crashes. You know, what does that mean for us as property investors? And for me, if you look at 2007, 2008, you know, again, this is going back where you look at the cycles, you look at what happened to other companies. Investment companies that started 2008, 2009 are very, very strong now. They took advantage of that market. They took advantage of the discounted properties and they took advantage that the market dropped but recovered very quickly within six months and then started to grow and grow. So it's just being aware of these. You know, there are a lot of people um, that are talking about, well, yeah, we, we will drop but we'll never recover from that drop. How do they know this? How do all we're going off ourselves is what's happened historically? We're, and, and it's not just happened once, it's happened a number of times. And this is what the market's then done. And the market's done that because typically there aren't enough properties. So therefore it's naturally started to pick up. And as well, other factors have helped it in terms of on the last drop, obviously the government reduced the interest rates. You know, that could be a concern that next time if there's a drop, 
the government don't have something like that that they can put into place to help that recovery. But I'm sure they're already considering that and options available to them. It's going to be interesting times ahead, would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to see what happens in 2019. Uh, one thing I do know is there's going to be lots of opportunities and we're going to cont- continue to grow, continue to work with lots of investors and continue to smash these podcasts out the park. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Visit sourced.co to search thousands of investment properties 